Hello, and welcome to our Yoga Hero Teachers podcast. This podcast has been created to help yoga teachers teach with passion, avoid burnout, and earn a fair living. In this episode, we answer the question, do you need to teach a new sequence each week? First of all, let's have a quick look at the workload for a yoga teacher, just in respect to the actual teaching of classes, as in this isn't taken into account doing finances, any legal stuff, admin, etc. This is just in respect to teaching classes. We need to teach the class. (laughs) We need to travel to and from the class or set up and test the equipment if the class is online. We need to promote the class, either on your own channels or gathering everything together for the studio to post on their channels or both. And we need to plan the class. Now, planning classes does get more snappy as you get more experienced as a teacher, but it can still be time consuming. So here's the question. Do you need a new sequence each week? In this episode, we look at the reasoning behind creating new sequences, how you can be efficient and creative and resourceful with the sequences you already have, and how to get inspiration for new sequences or to update your existing ones. So for the final time, here's the question. Do you need to teach a new sequence each week? And the answer is, in short, no. So why? Well, your sequence is really the way that you deliver your yoga class. When you think about it at the bottom line, your sequence is the way that you deliver your yoga class. In our next podcast episode, episode number 17, we're looking at how to sequence your classes. This is going to be a complete guide to setting an intention for the class planning how to get there, how to stay flexible and spontaneous and read the room and adjust your plan accordingly, how to be aware of timings and injuries and so much more. So keep your eyes peeled for that. It's going to be a really useful episode. But for now, let's let's stay focused on how often you need to be teaching new sequences. In my humble opinion, and I say this as a yoga teacher, as a yoga teacher trainer, and as a yoga studio owner, it's up to you. You'll want to take a few things into account, like how often you teach the same people. Do you teach one class a week and different people come each week? Or do you teach three classes in the same studio each week and the same people come to all those classes? If the former, you can probably teach one sequence a month and most of your yogis will do it like once, maybe twice, you know, maybe three times. But if it's the latter, your yogis will be doing that sequence 12 times, (laughs) Um, like maybe even more than that. But no offense here at all, (laughs) but your yogis are not hanging on your every word. They're in their heads and they're thinking about their own lives. Yes, if they do the same sequence 12 times in a month or more, they'll, they will probably notice. <laughs> but 
But you know, if they repeat it a few times, they might not notice. And even if they do, they might not be that bothered. You'll also want to take into account how much you enjoy sequencing. If you love it, love it, love it, love it, you'll look forward to it, you'll enjoy the process, and you're probably going to find it easier to find the time to create sequences than someone who dreads it. You'll also want to take into account how much free time you have. If you have loads of free time, then you have more time for sequencing. But if you're already overloaded, you've got a part-time job or a full-time job along with your yoga teaching, a house to run, a family to look after, then take sequencing off your list and work with a small bank of sequences that you will take. How can you reuse sequences without your yogis getting bored? I started off this episode by saying that your sequence is how you deliver your class. Next week, we'll look at the underlying intention of a class because your sequence is how you work towards that intention. And your intention, aim, goal, whatever you want to call it for a class could be something like boosting energy levels. Or it could be working on self-love. Or it could be working towards a peak pose or working on a particular area of the body. All of these are intentions. So what I'm saying is you could have one sequence, but approach it through the lens of different intentions. Let's say you create a sequence working up to Nata Rajasana, dancer balance. One week, you could teach this sequence through the lens of stretching the hip flexors, stretching the front torso and the shoulders, and preparing the body for the backbending aspect of dancer. The next time you teach it, you could approach it through the lens of heart opening. Every time your yogis move into spinal extension, into a backbend, you ask them to open their heart towards someone that they're struggling with or towards themselves. Then the next time you teach it, you approach it from a de-desking point of view. Every time the shoulders move into hyperextension, the yogi's arms move behind the yogi, you ask them to open their chest and, and embrace being away from the desk. Let's take a moment to recap. First of all, there's so much to do as a yoga teacher. And as we know, the valuable resources of time, mental bandwidth and energy are all finite. So you don't want to create yourself more work if you don't have to and you don't want to. You could create a bank of a few sequences that you know really well and be creative about the lenses through which you approach this small bank. This helps to reduce your load, and it really helps to keep your sequencing fresh. In terms of staying inspired, yeah, this can be a bit of a tough one. Usually, we're at our most uninspired when things are tough. When teaching feels like another thing we have to do on top of a huge to-do list that's dragging us down. But I found often that is a strong sign to practice. You know, maybe by like a month on Yoga International or go to a studio in a different city or a different town where no one knows you and just be led through a class. Here's some other ways to get inspiration for your classes. 
one. Go back through your bank of sequences. Find one you haven't taught for a while. Roll out your map. Practice that sequence freely and make some updates. Maybe change up some transitions, replace some asanas to freshen it up for you. Revisit the intention that you had in mind when you created the sequence in the first place and boom, <laughs> fresh sequence, ready to go, ready for you to teach. Two, find a yoga book. I'm sure you have one somewhere. Open up the contents page. Close your eyes and run your finger down a list of asanas. Randomly stop. Open your eyes and you have to sequence up to that asana or a variation of that asana. I find this approach invaluable when I'm feeling indecisive. Three, consider how you're feeling. Are you achy, tired, sluggish, sick of the cold, lonely, or full of the joys of spring, got loads of energy, really optimistic? If you create a class that you really, really need, it will land on someone who needs it too. That always seems to be the case, doesn't it? Four, Go somewhere busy and get a sense of the way that most people walk or sit or stand and create a class that would serve them. The other day I hopped on a train rather than driving and I just honestly, I could not believe how many people on the train basically had their um, phone on their lap, like in the hand on their lap. And their heads were dropped completely forwards to look down at the phone on their lap. It was just so many people. And so I found that I naturally was starting to create a sequence for them to open the chest, to stretch the pectorals, the anterior deltoid, the biceps, and to strengthen the spinal extensors. But um, I didn't, I promise, I didn't actually just start teaching it uninvited on the train. <laughs> and five, last but not least, have a quick look at your calendar. What's happening with the moon? Are there any special days or weeks coming up that you could theme a class around, like World Rental Health Day or Time to Talk Day, etc.? As I said, next week is a complete guide to sequencing, so I'm very, very much looking forward to chatting to you then. In the meantime, please just don't stress about creating fresh new sequences every week or every class. Go back to your old favourites, update them. Find fresh inspiration like we've just talked about. And of course, above all, enjoy your teaching. I really hope that this has been useful to you. We'd, we'd absolutely love to know how you're finding these episodes and if they're helpful. Please do let us know by emailing hello at yogahero.co.uk or sending a DM to yogahero teachers on Instagram. And as always, happy, happy teaching. <laughs>